One, two, three, four, I'm testing. Well, happy Juneteenth, my people. Happy, 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 happy. Happy Juneteenth to my beautiful black people all over the place. You are tuned in to yet another episode of ADQ's Renaissance. I'm your host with the most, keeping it 100 from coast to coast. And God, I boast ADQ. Yo, today is Friday, June 19th, 2020. Today is Juneteenth. Today is our Independence Day. Let me clarify something. Let me clarify something. You see, July 4th, uh, 1776 is the Independence Day that we are taught in which it is our Independence Day. That's a lie. It is not our Independence Day. Because on July 4th, 1776, when it was written in the Constitution that all these alienable rights are to give the rights of freedom, uh, uh, the pursuit of happiness, liberty, and all that stuff. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't pertain to you. If you're black, it did not pertain to you. It, it, it did not affect you because they signed, They wrote that constitution. They were signing that constitution. They went on out uh, telling they fr- telling they slaves uh, pick that cotton, nigga. So yeah. On July on July 4th, 1776, you were not free. You were not. There are a few of us. There are a few of us who were free. A few of us, you know, we were up north. Some of us were abolitionists and stuff. But uh, the bulk of us, most of us, you know, we were indentured servants. Yeah. So, um, today is our Independence Day. Today, we are freed. Today... It's the day. Today is the day that we celebrate. You know what I'm saying? So, let's check this out. That my man Carlos Massey posted. Shout out to him. Juneteenth is the oldest nationally celebrated commemoration of the ending of slavery in the United States. Dating back to 1865. 1865, y'all. It was on June 19th that the Union soldiers, led by Major General Gordon Granger, landed at Galveston, Texas, with the news that the war had ended and that the enslaved were now free. Note that this was two and a half years after President Lincoln's, Abraham Lincoln's, Emancipation Proclamation, which had become official on uh, January 1st. 1863. Emancipation Proclamation had little impact on the Texans due to the minimal number of Union troops to enforce the new executive order. However, with the with the surrender of Gen- General Lee, Robert E. Lee, in April of 1865 and the arrival of General Granger's regiment, the forces were finally strong enough to influence and overcome the resistance. Later attempts to explain this two and a half year delay, two and a half year delay in the receipt in the receipt of this important news had yielded several versions that have been handed down through the years. 
often told is the story of a messenger who was murdered murdered on his way to Texas with the news of freedom. Another is that the news was deliberately withheld by the enslavers to maintain the labor force on the plantations. And still another is that federal troops actually waited waited for the slave owners to reap the benefits of one last cotton harvest before going to Texas to enforce the Emancipation Proclamation, all of which neither of these versions could be true. Certainly for some, President Lincoln's authority over the rebellious states was in question. For whatever the reasons, conditions in Texas remain status quo well beyond what was statutory. Happy Juneteenth. So... Our day of freedom is not January 1st, 1863. It's not July. Your dad's gonna train July 4th, 1776, June 19th, 1865. Um I happen to have a 9-5, and I'm not gonna say where, but yo, today as I was waking up, getting ready for work and stuff, something just said to me, you know what, Q, they give you um the false Independence Day off. They should give you your Independence Day off. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 not the false. They give you their Independence Day off. You should give your. You should get. You should. You should get your Independence Day off. My Independence Day is June 19th. I'm gonna share a story with you all. So I was working at another daycare a few years ago, right? And I, as I was coming into my conscious mindset, you know what I'm saying? Proposed to my supervisor, who was a black woman in her 40s. Proposed to her to talk to the kids about Juneteenth. Right now, mind you, now how about this? This 40 year old woman, this black woman who was in her 40s, had no idea what Juneteenth was. Now, that is a shame. I tell you what's even more of a shame when she asked me, someone who's about a decade plus, almost 20 years younger than her, when she asked me what Juneteenth was, I said what it was. She said, No. We're a multicultural daycare. We're a multicultural daycare. And 90% of the kids there were freaking black, yo. So, my people, one way we can misrepresent our ancestors, one way we could we could we could be a disservice to our ancestors is denying our blackness, our roots, our culture, all in the name of multiculturalism. I have white friends. I have I have Hispanic friends. I have Asian friends. I have friends of multiple cultures. You know what I'm saying? But I will never, ever, ever deny my blackness. Deny my Africanity. Deny my culture. Deny everything that makes me black to make them comfortable. I say hell no to that. You want me to cut my head? Get out of my life. You want me to start where my aunt kiss my black ass? Excuse my language. 
That's not part of my culture. <laughs> I don't know how my ancestors were talking back in the day, but you know what I'm saying? You know, don't ever, ever, ever take, don't never, ever, don't, don't water down your blackness to make white people comfortable. And that's exactly what this lady did. I walk into all circles as myself. I love how I love how my hair is getting longer and nappier. I love it. I love how I look in a dashiki. I love how I look with my aunt on. I love the, how my ancestors talked to me. It, that's I think that's what it was this morning. It was my ancestors saying, "ADQ, yo, take the day off, man. You deserve it." But yeah. So. Um, I thought, I decided to myself, I decided to post on Facebook, right? I said, I'm going to celebrate Juneteenth by having, by allowing black business owners to post their businesses on my Facebook page. And I will most definitely Shout them out on my podcast. So as my computer is loading, another way I am celebrating Juneteenth is by putting up a dope, 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 dope play in the form of a reading tonight, 8 o'clock, Facebook Live, YouTube, possibly. We'll see. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the most streamingest streamer ever. Excuse me. Battle of the Books, written by written by Black Hands. Uh, there was a couple white hands up in there, but mostly Black Hands. is about is about is about Black people utilizing the freedom that they have been blessed with to teach their daughter how to read. You know, my my play not only shouts out Juneteenth. It's also kind of like, it's also a shout out to Father's Day, man. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there, man. I celebrate y'all, I celebrate y'all year round, man. I'm sorry that, I'm sorry that your praises are not saying that much because of the bums out there who don't want to take responsibility for what they have put on this earth. So, yo, Battle of the Books, man, we're looking forward to it. Yo, we're going to have a piece in there. Um, an original piece called Juneteenth, written by a uh, queen, by the queen, uh, Miss Deborah Turner, out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, author of the book Sweating It Out. You know, she, we're going to have that mug in there. We're going to have that mug up in there. Yo, I just happened ran, run into a piece. I mean, a saying it says, "I can do all things through the black people rhythm, rhythmically chanting, hey who strengthened me." <laughs> Yay! You know, and you know that's right. You know that's right. I'm still looking for this post right now, but yeah, man. Um, never ever, never ever stabilize or um, stunt or stifle all these st words. Stifle your blackness in order to make white people comfortable, man. If they don't like what, you, if they don't like the way you rock, then you know you don't need them. You know what I'm saying? You really don't. So, as I am still pulling up this link, please uh, forgive the delay. I'm going to shout out all these black businesses, but as we are waiting for that. Y'all know how I like to, y'all know how I like to do. 
I like to start, I like to start off every episode in the word. Not celebrating white Jesus, but celebrating um but celebrating our ultimate creator who I believe was a black woman. Y'all check this out. I'm black every day, but on Juneteenth, I'm gonna I'm gonna be black it black black. That's right, I'm gonna be black with some extra pebble. Here we go. But first let's get into the word. Psalm chapter 103 verses verses um three through three through six. He forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. He redeems me from death and crowns me with love and tender mercies. He fills my life with good things. My youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord gives righteousness and justice to all who are treated unfairly. Amen. Amen. Now we got now we got these businesses up. Alright. Yo, y'all ready to get into it? Y'all ready to get into it? Battle of the Books, man. Y'all make sure to check out Battle of the Books tonight. Tonight, tonight, tonight. Eight o'clock is going down. It'll be a Zoom reading. It'll be starring my man, John Black, my little cousin, Amani Shanice Morris, in her theatrical debut, Daphne Trot. Uh, Trevathan, shout out to her. She's been killing the Amy role, making his theatrical debut. Prophet Jones, young Prophet Jones, playing Flukas. <laughs> Sierra Nicole Smith, all these daggone mill mill names up in this. It is going down. I think I know how to assemble some talent. Okay, so let's see. Um, David A. Bolin. Sons of the Last Days. David A. Bolin, Sons of the Last Days. Let's see. We got Ashley R. Chandler here. Shout out to Ashley. Um, we've been in two plays together. Uh, three plays, actually. I'll say two plays because one of those plays, man, I was just, you know, extra. I wasn't really doing anything except, you know, taking things on and off stage and all that. That's all I was doing. I was just there for the culture. You know what I'm saying? And it says, My T Speaks. Let's see where this goes to. Also, yo, I want to shout out to uh, my homegirl, Morgan Renee Myers. Uh, she sent me a copy of her book, um, um, The Celebracy Chronicles. Yeah. Yeah. If you are going through, if you are um, having a celebracy moment, you know, if you're trying to be celibate, it's difficult, it's very difficult, um, this book is very good to, uh, rock with, you know, uh, not literally rock with, <clears throat> but yeah, celebracy, rock, uh, chronicles, you can also get, you know, oils, uh, uh, scents, and, or, uh, sage, and, uh, uh, crochet, all sorts of dope products from my sister. So yeah, check out Moray Mai. Um, I think it's Rome Ro- Moray Mai or Moray Me, kind of like Do Ray Me. Uh, creations. Check it out Morgan Renee, Renee Myers. Shout, shout out to her. Um, let's see. Uh, Mighty Speaks. Mighty Speaks by Mighty Speaks by uh, Ashley Chandler. Check that out, man. 
Check that out. Shout out to Ashley. Money Talk with Tiff. Money Talk with Tiff. Tiffany Grant. She's been on. She's been here on my podcast. I've been on her podcast. This young lady knows money very well. She knows money like I know. She knows money like I know theater. Okay? And I know theater pretty well. So, yes. Money Talk with Tiff. Check out Tiffany Grant. Yes, she'll get you right. Uh, Ra- uh, Rakeem Sabri. Let's see what he's talking about. Let's see what he's talking about. These are black businesses. We got we got we got we got to um we got to sow into our black businesses definitely. Let's see. Spiritual, mental and physical empowerment for people of color. For people of color concerning finances, politics, education, entrepreneurship and all and all aspects of living a productive life. So, I'm thinking that this brother is a motivational speaker, which is dope. Oh, yeah, he's a motivational speaker. As speaker, this is on his website, which is uh, www.rakimsabree.com. As speaker, Rakim has raised stages, classrooms, workspaces, and boardrooms, serving on panels and delivering workshops, seminars, and keynotes. Most of notable of which was the TEDx, TEDx, TED Speaks, uh, stage in Hartford, Connecticut. Rakim is always looking for opportunities to spread his message. Reach out and book him today. So yeah, check that out. He's an author as well. He's a two-time author of the books, Mentorship, The Playbook, and Financially Irresponsible, which... Uh, address to his areas of passion, mentorship, and financial literacy. Okay, so between Rakim Sabri and Tiffany Grant, you got two people trying to teach us how to spend money. Mostly how to save our money. He has a series of five-star reviews on both books and many times uses them as speaking points on various platforms he speaks on. So, yes, sir. Rakim Sabri... He is also a financial coach and a nonprofit leader. So, yes. Check out that brother. Yes. I say to you, brother. I say. Let's see. Candace Kari. Let's see what she got going on. By the way, you want to go to uh, um, 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 Ashley Chandler's Mighty Speaks is uh, on Etsy.com. E-T-S-Y. Just like what Candace got going on. Yoni Wellness. It says Candake Herbal Steams. Candake K-A-N-D-A-K-E Herbal H-E-R-B-A-L Steams S-T-E-A-M-S Yoni Wellness. Alright, so her products, Candice Kari, www.etsy.com slash shop slash Candake Herbal Steams. Check that out. You will be blessed. Tamika Collins. Shout out to her. What she got going on? Oh, it's actually a shout. It's actually something for a friend of hers named Erica uh, Richardson Bowman. All right, so what she got going on? Okay, Etsy doesn't want to uh, pull that one up, so we'll move on. 
um, of course, I had to come along and say, yo, y'all check out my play. <laughs> Tonight, 8 o'clock, Battle of the Books. Yo, also, you got my man, Daryl Gordon, D-Unity. Yo, dance, his dance troupe. His dance troupe, yo, he's been doing that strong. Shout out to him. He is a beacon. He is a jewel over in the Trey Foe. Shout out to him. Also, uh, Lighthouse Flag Football League. Beautiful stuff. Beautiful stuff. With them kids in shape, Daryl. Shout out to you, bro. Okay, now, let's see. Castle Bay Seafoods. Castle Bay Seafoods. See what this is all about. I've never known of any... I've never really known of any black-owned seafood joints, but, yo. I'm always down for learning something new. Castle Bay Seafood is a family business where we bring our family love to your kitchen. We are from Baltimore, Maryland, and we bring fresh seafood from Chesapeake Bay. For you and your family to enjoy, we look forward to serving you with love and respect. Thank you. Castle Bay Seafoods. I am a vegetarian, but if I ever decide to step out and go into the pescatarian side for a split second, I will hit y'all up. But, uh, you know, let's see who, let's see, let's see, let's see who the team is. Who is the team? By the way, if for whatever reason, you know, you all have happened to miss Battle of the Books. Number one, shame on you. Number two, it's all good. I will be recording it, and Lord willing, I will be uh, dropping it here on ADQ's Renaissance, and you'll be able to listen to it in full. Also, on Sunday, we will be chopping it up with my man, uh, Tumani Johnson, great brother, you know, great producer. Um, we worked together on the short film Getaway. Um, it was actually my first time co-writing a film. It was a really dope experience. So yeah, can't wait to uh, check. Can't wait to chat it up with uh, Tumani. Okay, let's see. We got the COO. As you can see, these are. As you can see, it is black owned. If you go on the website, I see COO. I see CEO. Cool, cool, cool. Where your names at though? <coughs> I just say what Castle Bay Seafoods. The email is Castle Bay Seafoods. K A S T L E B A Y S E A F O O D S at gmail.com. It can also be reached at 336 582 0106. Shout out to them. Calvary Kids Academy over on 1501 Huff 5 Mill Road. Yo, you got any kids? Can't. Um, you can't, um, you can't, uh, you need someone to watch your kids and whatnot. Take them over there. Your kids will be well taken care of. Trust me. I worked there for, I worked there last year. Great place to, uh, sit. Great place to see your kids too. Very loving Christian environment. So, yeah, take them there. And my, and I almost has, and I almost had cramp. <laughs> Crazy. Tamika Mabry. Tamika Mabry, let's see. She is an artist and she will paint just about anything canvas, walls, t shirts, earrings, bodies. She also hosts paint parties for events. So let's see. So you can hit her up. Um, you can shop 
for products on um, types of her dot square dot site types of her dot square dot site Etsy www.etsy.com slash shop slash types of her Instagram www.instagram.com slash types of her um, Facebook www.facebook.com slash types of her Tamika T-Y-A-M-I-C-A Mabry shout out to her we need to get her on here Shira Nicole Smith Shira Nicole Smith The Drama of Being a Teen is on Amazon.com www.amazon.com slash author slash Shira Nicole Smith Shira Nicole Smith S-H-I-R-A Nicole Smith so yo those are people who hit me up so check them out check them out buy their products Let's get the black economic status going because I keep on telling, I keep on saying, if you really want, if you really want revolutionary change into the system, the system that keeps exterminating us, hold your dollar, hold your vote, hold your dollar, hold your vote, hold your dollar, hold your vote. I'm telling you. And right now, shout out all them businesses that got my black behind parts. I'm telling you. If you are in Greensboro, if you are in Greensboro, and if you can say yourself down for the cause, let me take, let me give you an update on the cause. We're not eating at Bojangles. We are not eating at Bojangles. Bojangles is very unhealthy, but I'm gonna tell you why we are not eating at Bojangles. I'm gonna tell you why we're not eating at Bojangles. <clears throat> because of the racial because of the racially motivated uh, mistreatment of an employee of an employee who is a black woman I am about to go I am about to go into full detail of why we're not eating at Bojangles boycott Bojangles Bojangles done shot themselves in the foot and now we get to make an example out of them do not if you are in Greensboro, do if you are in Greensboro and Black Lives Matter to you, do not eat at any Bojangles locations. Man, this dad gonna compare get on my nerves. <sighs> Everybody pray, pray that my computer don't act up tonight. Please don't act up tonight. We can do, we'll do, we'll be, we'll be just fine. We'll be just fine. Um, without them, that, that, them greasy biscuits, that boatberry biscuit, all that. We'll be just fine without it. Do not eat at Bojangles. If you consider, if black lives matter to you. Let's see here. It's actually a ben- it's actually a benefit of fundraiser um for what's the name?
Sherry McCain has organized a fundraiser. Uh, let's see. On June 10th, on June 10th, 2020, an essential employee uh, at Bojangles on Pisgah Church Road in Greensboro by the name of Keisha Tibbs was asked by drive through patrons to give them free drinks. Seriously? When Keisha advised the truck of Caucasian men, white, that she could not provide them with free drinks and that they would need to drive back around in, uh, through, around in the drive-thru to order their drinks, she was called a racial epithet and spat at. I'm pretty sure there was a bunch of redneck, redneck crackers. <clears throat> And they call her, and they call her uh, a nigga. It's bad. When Keisha, <coughs> excuse me, thank God I don't have the accent. <laughs> when Keisha told her general manager Lois of the incident, Lois told her not to worry about getting spat at, and even called, or or even called a racial epithet, but to hurry up and get the and get the other cars out of the drive through lane. When the men came back around to the window for the second time, per Keisha's instructions, Lois, having been having been called on the sore phone by the patron behind the men in the truck that witnessed Keisha being sped at, then provided the gentleman with, th- with free drinks instead of addressing the assault that had just taken place against her employee. With free drinks in tow... The men pulled away from the drive-thru window and parked in the parking spot for roughly an hour, which is believed to be an attempt to intimidate Keisha Tibbs. After being extremely uncomfortable with the men just, just sitting in the parking lot and not feeling safe in her workplace or offered a sense of protection from her general manager, Keisha Tibbs could not take the stress and fear, so she quit and went home to safety. Not only did Keisha Tibbs quit on that day, but various employees quit in response to the injustice that their co-worker had just experienced with no assistance or protection being provided by their employer, including a manager. Okay, so we are raising money to assist these employees with their bills as they go back out into the workforce and risk their lives as essential employees to be able to provide for their families. These individuals had children as well as financial obligations that will continue to arise as they begin the process of locating gainful employment. We are here to pro- we are here to provide them with some financial relief in an effort to thank them for standing up for their fellow man and racism. All right. So right now the five, right now the goal is five thousand dollars and they are at um, one thousand three hundred ninety. So yeah, if y'all can, um, if y'all could chip in something, you know, a little bit, every little bit helps. Every little bit helps. Uh, www.gofundme.com. Sherry McCain. S H A R R I E McCain. M C C A I N. She's the one. F- Organized it and shout out to them for standing up for their um, for the co-worker. Shout out to Keisha for standing up for herself. And let's bankrupt uh, Bojangles. Don't eat at Bojangles. Don't eat at Bojangles. No Bojangles here. <clears throat> I 
I think that now is the perfect time to hold our dollar from all these major corporations as we celebrate freedom. Let's free ourselves from the mental bondage of these major corporations. I'm sitting here wondering, where should I buy my groceries at today? Because I ain't going to no daggone Walmart. No, I ain't going to Walmart. Walmart's calling me, but I'm trying to, but I'm putting on the mute button. So I'm wondering where can I buy my groceries at? Um, um, what else, what else, what else, what else? We have to stand up because some, we have to stand up against systemic racism. We have to continue to protect our wrong. Shout out to them, uh, to, shout out to them, uh, co-workers of Miss Tibbs for um, standing up for her. We have to stand up for each other. We have to fight together. We have to put policies in place that um, eliminate this type of behavior. So, yeah. If you, if Black Lives Matter to you and if you're down for the cause, don't eat at any Bojangles here in Greensboro. And there's a lot of them. Um, the, the, the general manager who owns the, um, Pisca Church Road, uh, location of Bojangles, if I'm not mistaken, he owns every Bojangles location here in Greensboro. So, yeah, don't eat them. Don't eat Bojangles. If Black Lives Matter to you and you're in Greensboro, don't eat Bojangles. Oh, man. Happy Juneteenth, my people. Let's hear. Let's see what Marcus Garvey had to say about ambition. Ambition is the ambition is the desire to go forward and improve one's condition. It is a burning flame that lights up the life of the individual and makes him see himself in another state. So, we, to be ambitious is to be great in mind and soul. To want that which is worthwhile and strive for it. To go on without looking back, reaching to that which gives satisfaction. To be humanly ambitious is to take in the world which is the prop which is the province of man. man. To be divinely ambitious is to offend God by rivaling him in his infinite majesty. Ambition. Why should the African die? Has he not served America and the world? Has he not become the burden of civilization in this Western world for 300 years? Has he not contributed of his best to America? Surely all this stands to his credit. But there will not be enough room. And the one answer is find a place. We must find, we must, we have found a place. It is Africa. And as black men for three centuries have helped White men build America. Surely generous and grateful white men will help black men build Africa. Those are Marcus Garvey's words. <clears throat> so, to wrap this all up, because um, I have to get ready to put on my play tonight. Battle of the Books. Battle of the Books is my second play that I've ever put on uh, independently and publicly. 
I don't have any backers. I don't have any sponsors. Any of that. I write from my heart. I write from my heart. I write from my soul. That's what I did with time. That's what I did with Battle of the Books. That's what I do with all the other things that I got cooking right now. Um, please check it out. Um, we have like three, we have like five incredible actors who have dedicated their time to the well-being of this project. Two of them have never acted before. This project came out of my desire to write a kid's play. I don't know, just, you know, you got Peanuts, you got Thor the Explorer, Bobby's World, Rugrats, Doug, all that. I would like for you to just throw ballad books in there if you if if you think it's dope. So, yeah. Y'all, uh, please check out Battle of the Books. Um, yo, I've been, of course, I've been sitting in on the rehearsals of it, and, you know, the words was only half of it, but the acting, yo, the way that these actors are delivering the dialogue and stuff, I think it's just, you know, top-notch. I put Battle of the Books against anything. So, join us tonight, 8 o'clock, Facebook Live. Tonight, yo, tonight, 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 opening night, we go public. And there will be more Battle of the Books uh, productions coming along. Hopefully resulting with we hit the stage next year. We're working on that one. So y'all stay tuned. Um, Thank y'all very much for your time. Um, Thank you very much for thank you very much for checking out Battle of the Books and um, and, 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 and what's the deck? What's the world looking for? Thank you very much in advance for how you're going to check out Battle of the Books tonight and enjoy it. Look out for uh, the bat for the audio version of Battle of the Books uh, through this particular platform, ADQ's Renaissance. Why would not Why would I not put my play in my podcast? That would be that's just you know a no brainer. Yeah. And you know I thank God that I'm black. Thank you, Lord, for making me black. I love being black. I would not have it any other way. I love being black. And today is our day to just sit back and celebrate being black. We celebrate being black every day, but today is our Independence Day. Today, the chains, today the chains have came off, and we celebrate that. Thank you all. Ashe. God bless.